Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We're Nashville's on demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Also hit us up on Instagram. We are, we are sharing uh, the YouTube link each morning to our Instagram story for you guys to get that. Also on TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for our show, and they help out uh, you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying process by checking out what they have to offer. Go see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Uh, we've got uh, Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So A.J. Brown is going to get a monster contract. That is just what's going to happen at some point this offseason. The timing on that, not really sure. If you look at John Robinson's past, when he has extended uh, players like Taylor Lewan, Jarrell Casey, Kevin Byard, um, and those guys who have gotten contract extensions before their deal has been up, uh, that happens typically in the first couple of days of training camp in late July. So is A.J. Brown's contract going to happen in the next couple months where all these free agent deals will? Probably not. But he's still going to get the bank sent to him. And, Zach, I'm sure this makes you happy as an Ole Miss alum and also – uh, as somebody who pounded the table uh, months and months ahead of the 2019 draft in Nashville for the Titans drafting A.J. Brown uh, to know that this guy's about to get a massive deal at some point this calendar year. Yeah, I mean, major bag alert. I mean, he, he's going to get it. It's only a matter of time. And, you know, it, he's deserved it. And, you know, what? I, I I felt like the Titans had had struggled. I think most Titans fans had, had, had thought the same thing that I thought was that – the Titans struggled for years and years and years to draft a quality top-tier wide receiver at the top of the NFL draft, whether it was Kenny Britt, whether it was Kendall Wright. I mean, the list goes on and on of how they tried. Corey Davis, got to mention him because he was the top five, the highest wide receiver drafted in Titans franchise history, didn't earn a second contract for the Tennessee Titans. And then – even with them having Corey Davis, I still felt like they needed to draft a good good wide receiver. And A.J. Brown was a hands catcher. I felt like he had the right mentality that aligned with what the Titans need. And they needed a complimentary piece to Derrick Henry, who they built their franchise around, right? I mean, Derrick Henry was kind of coming into his own. And that whole situation really, I mean, it sparked to what the Titans franchise represents today. But A.J. Brown has been phenomenal over the first two years. And this past year, he still was very, very good. And he had games that I think solidified that A.J. Brown is still a force in this league at that position. He just struggled with injuries. And that happens. And unfortunately, young, early in your career, that is kind of where you make and secure where you are in this league's mind's eye and Mm -hmm. that's very important as you grow and I'll give you a couple of examples 
I first think of A.J. Green. A.J. Green, his first six years were unbelievable. Now, he played in Cincy, a mid-market team, kind of like the Tennessee Titans. Didn't have the sexy quarterback uh, with uh, with the, the red rocket, the red rifle. And it's kind of very similar to what the Titans are right now. Now, the Titans have had more success because they've been to an AFC Championship game. The Bengals couldn't get really out of the first round. But when is A.J. Brown going to take that next step mm-hmm. and say, this guy is a top five wide receiver, no questions asked, and you have to put together now all 17 games for you to prove yourself? Because I think we all agree, if A.J. Brown would have played in all 17 games, he's way over the 1,000-yard mark. He's got another 1K chain hanging around his neck, and this conversation is completely different than maybe the conversation that we are going to have today, right? Yeah, so- and I'm curious because you're you're right, and there's been a uh, there's been a couple comments I want to get to. Dom says, "Is he a top five wide receiver? Not right now, uh, but you know, can he be? Not after the year that he just had. Yeah, and and it is tough because injuries are something he's been battling. You know, we 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 all know this. Everybody who watched the team. Uh, in 2020, A.J. Brown missed a couple games earlier in the year with that bone bruise in his knee and played on it the entire season and then had uh, knee surgery on both of them after the year. And But he put up a 1,000-yard season with needing knee surgery, and then he comes up this year. He only he misses four games completely. He definitely missed time of a couple other games and still had 869 yards and five touchdowns it wasn't as great as it was the first couple of years, but his production is still really strong, and he has these games where he absolutely dominates. And, I'm, and I've said this before. I'm curious at what happens in the contract negotiations with the Tennessee Titans and A.J. Brown, and if the Titans – the Titans are going to pay him. Like, they will not let A.J. Brown get to the open market. That would be asinine if the Titans do that, and they're not an asinine franchise, so it's not going to happen. But will the Tennessee Titans use – his injuries the last two seasons against him to they lower should. that number, whether they it's should. lower the guaranteed number, the signing bonus, the the total value, the the length of it, because I wouldn't give AJ Brown a five or six year contract because I don't know if he'll be able to hold up that long. I think the next several years of AJ will be phenomenal, but what is the length of his of his career based off the injuries he's already had in his early twenties and what happens when he gets into his mid into his late twenties as his career develops. So pro football focus, put this out. They did a uh, contract projections uh, for the, the 2019 wide receiver draft class. And that's a loaded list because outside of Nikhil Harry, who went the first round bust there in new England, you've got uh, in the, the next round, Debo Samuel and AJ Brown, DK Metcalf is right there as well. There's some other guys like Terry McLaurin and Hunter Renfro have made names for themselves in their first three years. But the contract projection for A.J. Brown, Zach, I, I thought was pretty interesting because the Tennessee Titans have yet to pay a non-quarterback $20 million a year. They have not done that. Ryan Tannehill and quarterbacks, that's it, right? That's the only guys, and Marcus Mariota, the only guys who have made $20 million a year by the Tennessee Titans organization for playing on the field. Pro Football Focus has A.J. Brown's contract projection at four years, $80 million, obviously easy math, averaging out to $20 million a year. So this A.J. Brown projection 
would break a barrier for the Titans that will be broken probably by, by Jeffrey Simmons the next year of paying a non-quarterback, excuse me, a non-quarterback 20 or more million dollars a year. I, I think that's a lot of money. Is A.J. Brown worth it? We can get into that here in a second, but what's your initial reaction to seeing 20 mil a year for A.J. Brown, four years, 80 million bucks? Uh, I mean, it's a lot, but, you know, the cost of living is going up. And every single year, you know, the dollar has a different value. And I think for NFL and NBA stars, I mean, they're overpaid. That's not even a question. But I think for for A.J. Brown, I mean, you you have to pay him this year. It's the whole Mahomes contract concept. Is He's just going to get better, right? I mean, that's the perception that that is what you want. Is, but you pay him now and you pay him that salary and that contract. So you lock him up. He's a second round pick. So you don't get the benefit of the fifth year option and, and probably pay him less because of, you know, market value. But, you know, we'll talk about this class. I mean, AJ Brown is the top three guy in this class of wide receivers. Now, here's the other thing. And, you have to wait. And that's why I said, you got to jump on the scene. And once you jump on the scene, you got to show out because you got guys like Jamar chase, who's now going to be showcased in the super bowl, something that AJ Brown has never been showcased in. Mm-hmm. And we all know what Jamar chase has done in his rookie year and where the Bengals are trending. So more young talent is going to come up. I don't know what CD lamb is going to be, in the next couple of years, right? Because he, he had a thousand yards, but it was it was very quiet based on what the Cowboys were doing. There's just too many young wide receivers coming up. And we talked about Terry McLaurin. He just had a bad quarterback. I mean, you can't do anything about having a bad quarterback. And mm-hmm. I, I've said this in our pre-show. You know, I brought up Allen Robinson. It's not Allen Robinson's fault of the year that he had. He had trash quarterbacks, whether it was a rookie Justin Fields that was not very good through the air or the red rifle Andy Dalton throwing to him. That's not his fault, but it also does prohibit the the ladder climb that A.J. Brown and a lot of these wide receivers are going. I think you have to pay him that sum of money because this is the year to do it, and you take advantage of a down year for A.J. Brown. Well, yeah, and and so Mikey says that group of wide receivers, you want to be the guy done first and that sets the market, not the other two get overpaid. And Caleb it's basically saying the same right. thing. You got to, and so Mikey and Caleb are on it this morning uh, out of the gates that you got to pay AJ Brown before the Niners go pay Debo or the Seahawks go pay DK Metcalf. And so, like, but again, how it works out is AJ Brown will make whatever dollar figure and cap hit it is in his fourth year of his rookie deal. This contract extension would start in the season of 2023. And so, but again, like we talked about this yesterday is that, and and so you're not paying. And that's what Caleb just says. If you, if you pay AJ 20 million this year, how can we pay Landry? The Titans pay Landry. That's not exactly how it would work as I just explained. And so, yeah, it's, there's a lot when you draft, well, it gets expensive four years later for all of that, because Jeffrey Simmons, you are thankful that you got him in the first round. So you get a fifth year option for Jeffrey Simmons. That's only going to be about $10 million for that fifth year option. So that's the reward for picking the right player in the first round, right? That, there is. is a reward for, I mean, it could be for both. It just depends on the eye of the beholder and what that player is, is doing because 
if if you look at it, like Corey Davis didn't get a fifth year option, and they've picked up other fifth year options. Look, they picked up a Dory Jackson's and then they cut him, right? Yeah. So like there are th- th- there are different circumstances, but if you pick in the second round, and AJ Brown is an example, DK Metcalf is an example, Debo Samuel is an example. All those guys overperformed for where they were picked. The teams got it wrong. So the player gets rewarded. Well, just you look at you look at this. Where have John Robinson's best draft picks come from? The second round, right? Derrick Henry, second round. Besides pick. Kevin Dodd. <laughs> well, yeah, but you got Derrick Henry in that same second I, I round. Know, so, but again, so Derrick Henry, second round pick. You didn't have the luxury of having a fifth year option because sometimes the fifth year option helps you. It helps you with Jeffrey Simmons, but not having a fifth year option to have Derrick Henry cheaper in a fifth year. Uh, uh, your AJ Brown's not going to be cheap in a fifth year. Harold Landry would have been a lot cheaper in a fifth-year option than a brand-new contract, but Harold Landry was a second-round pick. And you guess guess who the next second-round pick is that's coming up? Christian Fultz is pretty damn good, and he plays a valuable position as lockdown corner. So if Christian Fulton plays in year three like he played in year two, then we're going to have the same conversation in February next year about Christian Fulton. And, oh, yeah, a guy that we don't talk about ever because injury, Caleb Farley. The first round pick. I mean, when was the last time we talked about and said that dude's name I mean, in the last 90 days? Yeah, I mean, he tore his ACL, so not much. I do know this. He's walking around Super Bowl Radio Road today. So uh, Buck Rising's hopefully going to get a chance to, w- to flag him down to talk to him. So, you know, I, there might be something coming up uh, later on this week about that. But, yeah, but Caleb Farley tears his ACL. He's a he's an incredible athlete. Hopefully he can get, stay healthy and get healthy and stay healthy and go make an impact. Next to Christian Fulton. So, and, and I, I say this, ACLs happen, right? We know that. Sure. that. It can happen to anybody. But injury bug is now starting to stack up because of the, the skepticism surrounding Caleb Farley. All, I say all of that just to say, I believe Caleb Farley knows this. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's got to perform and stay healthy for every single game next year. No doubt, no doubt. And, and unfortunately with Caleb Farley, then we'll get back to A.J. Brown conversation. Unfortunately with Caleb Farley, he made his first start that night against the Bills. That was his first NFL start. So the Titans obviously thought he was getting up, up ready to do that. Mike Vrabel just doesn't start you to, for the hell of it. You have to earn that. And then he tore his ACL that night. So on, we don't really know what that trajectory was going to look like as a rookie in his situation. So we'll see how Caleb Farley goes. But let's get to this this conversation, this question about A.J. Brown, Zach. Let's rank these three wide receivers from the 2019 draft class because I've got the pro football focus contract projections for all three of them. We've talked about A.J. Brown's four years, 80 million bucks uh, there uh, with A.J. Brown and pro football focus. So let's rank these three wide receivers from that draft class. A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, D.K. Metcalf. How would you rank them one through three? That's one through three. But real quick, let me tell everybody about our friends at Renters Warehouse and Renters Warehouse Nashville. The professional landlords in the Nashville area simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways you can go about using Renters Warehouse to benefit you and your family, creating extra cash flow. Uh, by renting out your property instead of selling it, which also helps you with long-term equity. That also gets you retirement plan ready because equity equals long-term wealth that you hang on to 
instead of selling your property. So they do all the work. They are the landlords. You're not becoming a landlord by jumping in the rent estate business with renters warehouse. They do it all. They price it. They find the tenants. They do all the maintenance calls. They collect the money. You just receive the money right from them all for one low monthly rate at renterswarehouse.com. Don't forget to download the app BetMGM. You can download that if you got Apple or Android. And this week, BetMGM, use the promo code ATOZ200. No spaces all together. ATOZ200 for a $10 money line wager on Pro Football's final game this weekend. You can win $200 when a touchdown is scored. So they're hooking you up right there for new users. ATOZ200 giving away cash right there for the big game this weekend. Download the BetMGM app today. All right, A to Z Sports Live on this Thursday on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter is back, and Twitch. Reminder, we cannot see your Twitter comments. So if you're on Twitter, we highly suggest you clicking on our YouTube links and subscribing to our YouTube channel. The question right now, rank these three wide receivers from the 2019 draft class, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, and D.K. Metcalf. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, Jarrell says A.J. is the best pure wide receiver. Dom says Debo, A.J., D.K., and I love these guys are like Madonna, right? It's Debo, AJ, DK. You don't have to go full name. You just go first name. Uh, Debo first, Debo, AJ, DK. Steven says AJ, Debo, DK. Wilbur uh, says, you don't see many Wilbers these days. Debo, AJ, and DK. Debo, AJ, DK. DJ, uh, Debo, AJ, DK. A lot of that, right? And that's the order they were drafted in, right? Is that Debo Samuel was a high second round pick. AJ Brown was a mid-second round pick, and DK dropped all the way to the third round. It was a crazy draft experience for DK Metcalf. I mean, are the people getting it right in the chat that it's Debo, AJ, DK? Do you agree, Zach? I think you have to ask and be specific on the question. So better player, overall player, right? I think Debo is the better overall player. I think nobody, because they ask him to do more. But I think when you ask, who is the best wide receiver? I think A.J. Brown is the best wide receiver out of these three. We've talked about the route tree, or maybe lack thereof, from D.K. Metcalf. but And D.K. has benefited from the best quarterback of these three in Russell Wilson. And right. D.K. Metcalf has the most receiving yards of these three guys, right? Also and- the worst records of those three guys in three years. Because they're passing a lot, of, a lot, a lot, a lot. Right. Uh, the, yeah. the Niners, the Niners, and the, well, I mean, the Niners might have a worse record because they had a bad year with Garoppolo getting hurt. But the, the Seahawks have not been the Seahawks that we've gotten used to. And they throw first. The Niners and the Titans are run first teams. Right. But DK has this on all of those guys touchdown catches seven, 10, and 12. That is a ton of scores. And that has to be valuable. And I don't think. You know, these long bombs, they usually, if, unless you're, you're playing the Cowboys and you get, you get got when you fumble the football right before the line, because that happened once. But DK gets into the end zone. And if you're a wide receiver, that is very, very valuable. I think you have to look at each player, right? So DK, touchdown king, wide receiver uh, that gets a ton of yards, but is limited in maybe his role of how many routes he can run and and his utility belt where Debo 
is the complete opposite of that. He can do literally every single thing. And I always say that muscle gut. He has the muscle gut. And that muscle gut can bounce off of linebackers. Where AJ, I feel like AJ is very fluid. He's technical. He's a hands catcher. He gets open. He can make big plays in small areas. And I think that is a big-time attribute to a wide receiver. Overall wide receiver, A.J. Brown is the best wide receiver. I would rank them A.J., then D.K., then Debo. Overall player, I have to go Debo, then A.J., then D.K. So, I mean, I have to differentiate my rankings, but those are my rankings. No, I I get that because if if you're talking about who's the most valuable to their team, then Debo Samuel's number one by far. Like, the guy literally has done it all for that – he carried them to the NFC Championship game. That and the defense, and and but being able to run for seventy whatever yards, yeah, right. A bad special teams that got better in the playoffs for some reason. Here's <laughs> the interesting part about this because I I agree, Debo Samuel is and was my like draft crush that year. Like Debo Samuel was my guy. I I liked I like I watched him at South Carolina. Every time he played against the Vols, I watched a lot of other games about Debo when he was at South Carolina. I was always um, hesitant about DK Metcalf being more than a one-trick pony of just being big, fast, strong, go go chase the football, go get that it. That trick it is pretty damn good, it, it is pretty damn good. But I, I agree with the chat that I rank these as one Debo, two AJ, three DK. DK Metcalf fell to the perfect situation, the right fit for a, a, a team and him and his, his uh, abilities. AJ Brown didn't. AJ Brown is the least used of these three because of the Titans setup and, and what they go with. Like, I don't even know the numbers that AJ Brown could put up if he was on a pass first team. And even by saying that, here's this line that from the pro football focus article, The reasoning behind extending A.J. Brown is as simple as it gets. Quote, A.J. Brown has had the most productive start to his career that pro football focus has ever seen for a wide receiver. That is interesting because the lack of volume that he gets in the Titans offense doesn't matter when pro football focus and these analytical sites are looking at the production. But the fact that A.J. Brown has been more productive than those two guys, even though he's gotten less volume of the offense, says a lot. Now, I also saw this that I thought was interesting, too, because you think D.K. go routes. Wide receivers with the most yards per route run in their first three years of their career. A.J. Brown is tops in NFL history. NFL history in most yards per route run in their first three years. Number two is Debo Samuel. Number three is Odell Beckham. You've got names like Victor Cruz, Brandon Marshall, Percy Harvin, Tyreek Hill, Hakeem Nix, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas. D.K. Metcalf is not on that list. So I, I, I find that interesting that A.J. is so highly thought of when it comes to pro football focus because his – Volume numbers, like you just mentioned, DK Metcalf, 7, 10, and 12 touchdowns his first three years. That's not what AJ's doing because he didn't have that opportunity. But man, and like I said yesterday, is at some point the Titans offense 
we'll have to go AJ Brown primary, Derrick Henry secondary, because we know it's been Derrick Henry primary and everybody else is secondary. They're going to have to flip that and $20 million a year starts the flipping. I will ask you, because I remember you said that and I, I, I didn't disagree with it. I just think Derrick Henry is going to not be on the roster when that happens. I don't so you, think so. If by saying I don't think that, it will happen until two years from now, at least. So That's you think you think twenty twenty two is the last year for Derrick Henry in ten, with the Tennessee Titans? Is that the last year of his contract? That, no. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, no, I'm saying that that switch of offensive philosophy that AJ Brown is the primary focus in the offense won't happen until twenty two is not a Titan anymore. Okay. Well, again, so what's the timeline on that? Because AJ Brown, well, I said two years because he got two years left to go on his contract. Right. And AJ Brown's going to be making $20 million a year in this scenario in that second, in that last year of Henry's deal. And the way they structured Derrick Henry's deal, the Titans can get out from that now if they want. They can get out from it even better after 2022. And so if you're going to be paying AJ Brown $20 million a year on that extension, then you've got to start looking at 2023 being the year that AJ's primary and Derrick Henry's secondary. Yeah, well, and then here's the caveat, and I'm not going to stop, guys. It's going to be a long offseason. you got to have a guy who can consistently get him the football, and that's Ryan Tannehill's responsibility. And I look, he's shown that he can do that. Tannehill and A.J. Brown have this connection, which is great. It's, I mean, it's, it's really, really good. And he and AJ Brown had a great game against the Bengals. Problem is, mistakes happen when AJ Brown was not targeted. <laughs> you know, the 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 interceptions happen when Julio Jones was targeted the first play of the game, and then uh, who was the they were thrown to the Chester, Chester Rogers? Rogers. Okay, all right, oh all right, all right, all right. I have a, I have something that's going to piss everybody in off. D- in in WI. All right, I have something that's going to piss everybody off. It has to actually I have two things that are probably piss everybody off watching the show that I want to talk about. Something to do with the Chester Rogers interception against the Bengals, and also the other contract projections for Debo and DK after this conversation we've had about AJ Brown. Before I piss everybody off twice, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai, uh, look, you will not be upset with them. You will be happy because you will be in a brand new ride, whether it's a four-door sedan like the Sonata that I own, great fuel efficiency and cost-effective, or full-size SUV like the Hyundai Palisade. Third-row seating, the perfect I – saw, I saw a couple of Palisades on the road yesterday. And I, yeah. it literally – and when you think – when you're on the road and you see a Palisade, Think of A to Z sports. You can think of me. I don't really care. But think of Payne Bone and his team and think about you and your family inside of that Palisade and then look around at your car and be like, man, I need to upgrade. Look, it's okay that you need to upgrade, but there's one place to go. That's Wilson County Hyundai. Go look at their inventory. You can price them out. Plus, you'll get a better better deal if you stop by and test drive. Tell them A to Z sports sent you. So look at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. A to Z Sports, don't forget, download the BetMGM app. This is the week to do it. I did it a year ago this week because this is a great way to jumpstart your bankroll, and I, I did this exact thing. You use code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200. All you have to do is put a minimum $10 deposit in, 
then take a $10 money line wager on either team on Sunday. Doesn't matter. I'd go Bengals because they've got plus money. Just a bigger payout if it happens. Because the, the thing is, you're going to win $200 when a touchdown is scored on Sunday. So the money line is just a bonus because 200 bucks in your account uh, when either team scores a touchdown on Sunday, that's with code ATOZ200. Visit betmgm.com for t- terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets for site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. All right, two quick things that are going to uh, make Titans fans angry. First, um, I'll get to the Chester Rogers interception. Cause that's kind of how we changed over. I've got the AJ Brown heat map of routes, right? So on the right, you see AJ Brown's target heat map this past season, right? The blue is where it's below the league average frequency. Red is above average league frequency, right? So you see AJ's dark red spots, center of the field slants, out routes on either side, more on the left, right? Then on, uh, he doesn't catch passes behind behind the line of scrimmage, obviously. On the left, you see the Tennessee Titans, everybody else besides A.J. Brown. So where are they throwing to everybody that's not A.J. Brown the most? The thing that'll piss you off is look at the most red above league average spot. (laughs) The most red above league average spot, son of a uh, bitch. Okay. It's this. It's that. It's the Chester Rogers bubble screen, just to make everybody else mad. So the Tennessee Titans have thrown to that specific spot uh, more than anybody else in the NFL this past season. But again, that's just the one thing that's going to make you mad. But A.J. Brown uh, doing a really good job down the field uh, right there in his routes over the middle and also near the sideline on go routes and out routes. The other thing that I found interesting is that we talk about A.J. Brown's contract projection being four years for $80 million. Uh, Debo Samuels is actually slightly lower four years for $79 million, Zach. And then DK Metcalf's pro football focus has him at four years, 84 million. So he's getting more than what AJ Brown is projection is projected. How do you think about that? Because I think all of us ranked DK third in wide receivers when we just did our exercise there. But Pro Football Focus has him has him leading these guys in their second deals. Well, value, and I think the, it's so hard for the Seattle Seahawks to know what their future is. Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, the two guys that have been, you know, have maintained that franchise for the last several years, two Super Bowl appearances, one win, all of that is up in limbo. I mean, I think we all believe, I, at least I do, I believe that Russell Wilson will – I have a gut feeling that the Giants are going to trade for him. That, that's my opinion. Uh, I don't know, but I, I think that's my gut. My gut also tells me that Russell Wilson won't be a Seahawk next year. So if if he's not there, you don't have to pay that big salary towards Russell Wilson. You can try your process to t- try go redo it and draft somebody – or you can try to lure somebody to Seattle, which is a big market. It's not a small market by any means. And it's grown over the years. And you have DK Metcalf, right? That's now kind of your carrot. 
So I think it's all situational when it comes to contracts, be it who gets paid more, who gets paid less. I do agree with Mikey in the chat. You want to be first to market to sign your guy so you don't have to worry about it. You set the standard and you move on. And, you know, and I think they, they, every team tries to do that, but that depends on a lot of things. Agent, player, negotiations. How long does that take? Who's playing hardball? So uh, it's all situational when it comes to the actual money. We know that all three of these guys deserve a bigger paycheck, right? They deserve Mm -hmm. this massive contract. And if the discrepancy is just a few million dollars, I don't don't think that that's that big of a deal. Yeah. um, The DK Metcalf situation will be very interesting, right? Because if I'm DK Metcalf, I'm not doing anything with the Seahawks until I know what the the quarterback situation is going to be, right? You're you're exactly right. And then Titans be first to market. Yeah, well, and the Niners too, right? Because the Niners are, I just well, saw Trey this. Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance. And and what is Debo, how does Debo feel about Trey Lance? You never really know because, you know, and what they felt in practice this past season and how he's performed. But they're going to save a lot of money just by getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo one way or the other. So the Niners are going to have money available to go ahead and maybe be able to pay Debo and get some of that signing bonus to benefit uh, the situation with Jimmy Garoppolo coming off the books. I will compliment and to to what you just said. Debo will want to stay in San Francisco because of Shanahan, because Shanahan uses Debo, right? I mean, they that that's a match made in heaven. I will compliment the San Francisco 49ers. You know, they took a risk on Trey Lance and they traded away picks. We'll find out if that works, right? Well, the future we'll we'll, we'll figure that out, but. Two quarterbacks that the San Francisco 49ers gave very team-friendly deals to, Colin Kaepernick and Jimmy Garoppolo, they're both getting out from under both and, and have gotten out from both of those contracts, and they are clean on the other side. And that's hard to do with starting quarterbacks in the NFL. So props yeah. to the 49ers on both of those contracts. Well, and how they've done how have they done that? Because the Titans are going to be in a situation where they're going to have to do some things that pe- aren't going to make people happy with contracts. The Niners had to trade away DeForest Buckner for to do some of this, right? Like they had to get rid of DeForest Buckner's contract. They had like five first round picks on the defensive line, so they could afford to do that, even though Buckner was a great one. And the Titans already traded away Jarrell Casey's deal, but that's kind of already done, and you had Jeffrey Simmons replace him. It's trying to figure out how can the Titans get that clean in a, in a tight cap situation because the Niners have drafted well. The reason why they've had top picks or middle-around picks in the last couple of years on and off is because they've had Jimmy Garoppolo injuries where Nick Mullins isn't going to lead you to a, a playoff appearance. You're going to be 4-12 and 12 and picking in the top five to go get Bosa or whoever else. So the Titans haven't had that dip that the Niners have, but the Niners have been able to manipulate the, the cap and those contracts pretty well. So that's a, a good recognition there. And look, Titans and the 49ers are kind of they're kind of in the same boat. The 49ers, they've they've gotten past their injuries, right? When Garoppolo got hurt, they're about to have a new quarterback. They've got a great defense. They run the ball effectively, and they've got a top-tier wide receiver in Debo Samuel. And Look, John Jennings was no slouch. That was a great pickup well, for what John Lynch drafted him for. Well, yeah, Brandon Ayuk's pretty solid. Like they've got like good, and we haven't even mentioned George Kittle. Uh, so they've got some. 
Well, he some disappeared great, late in the years. Well, it just George Kittle doesn't get the targets that Travis Kelsey and some of the other tight ends get. Like but he's different. Is that the quarterback, I guess. No, I, I think that's the offense, and I think it's also that George Kittle is that much better of a blocker than any other tight end in the NFL. He's just a great player. He's right? a he's he is a fantastic player and valuable because he makes everything else go better, and they don't have to throw him the ball that much because they're running the ball a lot. And he's in there blocking for these big runs that Elijah Mitchell that nobody knows about and Debo goes runs. Well, well, the 49ers did what you wanted the Titans to do yesterday, right? They got rid of their uh, less than elite quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. They're about to get rid of him and they drafted their franchise guy. Now the difference is the Titan, the 49ers weren't at 26, right? They were in a different spot. But they are going all in and doing the risk that you want the Titans to do and draft a young quarterback, develop him, and hope over the next several years they become the Kansas City Chiefs of the NFC and, and the so Buffalo the, Bills of the NFC. If I the remember, NFC's wide open. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think the Niners were supposed to pick 13th or 12th and they traded up to that spot to get Trey Lance. So they still had to move up. Uh, you can uh, do that. You can't do that at 26. Well, you, that's you, why I say you're, you're, you're hamstrung at 26. Well, the Chiefs did it from 27. So the Chiefs is the example, right? But it's, it's just the anomaly. Yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's not the, the example. It is the anomaly. No, it's just how so you I want to spend the need... sales job. It's, it's, is it my sales job or your sales job? My sales job is how it can work. Yours is how it can't. And so you say anomaly, I say example. Well, well, I know. I asked you yesterday. You have not given me an example of that same thing happening with an elite quarterback again. Uh, so well, it is I, an I, anomaly. Well, no, I, I didn't try. It's not. I don't know if it's an anomaly. Well, I just you still got another I, day. I told you until no, Friday. You can do your I, homework. Well, I can put. But it's an anomaly until you can give me a a a, a reason that it's a reason. Right, I got to put it down to my agenda so I don't forget again. So uh, QB trade. Uh, example. Right? Yeah, and I look. I'm open. I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Because I want to, you to have the ability to prove me. But that Mahomes is an anomaly, in my opinion. But we'll find out what the research says. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. There's something else. Uh, Josh keeps throwing in a link in our in our chat for something about Aaron Rodgers. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers anymore. Aaron Rodgers, nothing's news happening. Not today, at least. Not today, Don't at least. Don't say nothing, anymore. Well, I said nothing's new. I wasn't done talking. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers anymore because nothing new has happened for us to talk about Aaron Rodgers again. Uh, the fact that he's moving to Brentwood at some point because he's building a house uh, is is what it is, and that's all that it is. Uh, but let's get to this because there was uh, A.J. Brown going on social media and flirting with the San Diego Padres. So let's have this conversation. And what this was, that's a great way to describe it. He was flirting. That flirting. was a flirt. It was a flirt because they have history. A this public, just, a public flirt too. Yes. They, they have history. This isn't just like it's somebody you've never met before. They kind of dated how they went out a few times because the Padres drafted AJ out of high school. Right. Went, went so, to a couple of movies. You know, maybe the high school type stuff, right? So, yeah, movies and maybe like have your parents drop you off at TGI Fridays or something like that. Well, look, I'm, I'm, uh, this is going to be tough to say out loud, but 
I'm 34. I, I don't know what high schoolers do now. Like, like we used to go to Sonic and do nothing, right? So I, I don't know what they do now. They 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 uh, text each other. Are they in the metaverse yet? <laughs> no. You know what they do is they. You know what's crazy? They harass uh, their school superintendents on Twitter. <laughs> I, That's I what they do. I, I like. I can respect that. I like that. <laughs> That's what they do. Uh, anyway, so all right. So AJ Brown flirting with the Padres. So let's ask this question. What percentage chance will AJ Brown play baseball during his NFL career? Not this offseason. Major League Baseball is in a lockout. But what percentage chance will AJ Brown play baseball during his NFL career? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, Farm Bureau Health Plans has changed. You talk about change. AJ Brown, I, look, we'll find out our percentages, but my health plan changed in a major way. My percentage is over 20%, not to the AJ Brown question, but the money that I save every single month by switching to Farm Bureau Health Plans. Plus, I get better coverage and a better deductible. It's kind of like, why have I been so stupid and not gone with Farm Bureau <laughs> Health Plans over the last several years? Like, what have I been thinking? It, it took me 35 minutes to save hundreds of dollars, maybe close to thousands. It's kind of crazy. And you can do the same thing, fbhp.com slash A to Z. You go online, you can set up a meeting, or you can call them, tell them A to Z Sports sent you. It's a quick 30 to 40-minute health assessment. Then they come back with a quote, and you realize maybe you've been stupid too, like I have over the last couple of years. But now – you know, I have now seen the light, and now I am reaping the benefits. And I truly believe better coverage, better rates, better service. That's what I've experienced with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yes, do I endorse them? But yes, have you seen me over the last, like, 28 days go through the process? Mm -hmm. Do I not lie? No, I don't lie. I am an honest man. FBHP.com slash A to Z. You do the rest. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app for Sunday. Use code ATOZ200, a $10 money line wager on either team. Sunday will win you 200 bucks when a single touchdown is scored. So go do that. Great way to jumpstart your BetMGM bankroll. Also, uh, if you're looking for uh, you know ways to take advantage and strategies for Sunday for your betting uh, habits, Brian Edwards and Alan Bell tomorrow afternoon. That's Friday at 2 o'clock. For A to Z Sports Picks, Brian does a great job of breaking down how you should strategize your bankroll for Sunday, Rams, Bengals, with your big bets, your prop bets, to make it all make sense so you can best make a profit right there with BetMGM. So they're coming up on uh, Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards. So the question here is, what percentage chance do you think A.J. Brown will play baseball during his NFL career, not just th not this season, not this offseason, not going to spring training in a couple weeks, but in his entire NFL career, what percentage chance will he become a two-sport athlete? All right. First and foremost, I'm going to the chat, but American Tough brings up Garth Brooks tried to play, tried out for the Padres, so why not AJ? So he's he's given, you know. Uh, there's, that's, that's not shameless right there. Billy American Crystal stuff. was bat at batting for the Yankees in spring training too. I mean, it, we've seen things happen, right? He also, uh, wore a Mets hat in the city slickers. So, you know, that made me, that made me, but that was hard. I remember him talking about that, about how, how hard that was for him to do. 
All right. Here, I am, I'm going to do something for the first time in the show's history. I'm giving out multiple, multiple loves of the show. It's okay. not just two loves. Sometimes I've given out two before, you know, one in the morning and maybe one closer to late in the show because the show progresses. But this is multiple because I believe this is the correct percentage. And this is my answer. Mark Jones, you get a lo- love. Uh, Kyle, Titans Kyle, you get a love. Lou Man, Agent Man, 007, you get a love. Fantasy Dog, you get an honorable mention because you say uh, less than 11%, the price is right, but you still get that number. That is my answer, 11%, because I think that, look, the 11 connection, I, I look, AJ's sitting there right there on the magic bucket that we'll get to right there at 11 11 makes the most sense for those reasoning, but I think that also gives him enough percentage that I actually believe that he could play baseball. I do think that there's an 89% chance that he doesn't, but I do think that there's an 11% chance. That just makes too much sense to me. If you're flirting, you're trying, and if you're trying, you're thinking about it. So 11 is my, my answer. Well, and he's doing more than just thinking about it, Zach. He's he's actually taking it down the street from where we both live. I mean, he's got some pop in that bat. Like, AJ's a freak athlete, and that's what he said. He tweet, when he tweeted out that video, he talked about, you know, a different athlete, and he's got power and all that. So, he, you know, it's, it's this started a few weeks ago when AJ Brown quote tweeted a picture of Bo Jackson with the baseball bat and the shoulder pads picture and was thinking about that. And then he was like, man, I wonder if I could still play baseball again because he was drafted by the Padres uh, out of high school. And then he tweets, I promise I'd be better than MJ. And then it just starts to, you know, he's got time, right? February, if you're not in the Super Bowl, is when NFL players have the most time in their hands because that's when they're decompressing from the season. And so he goes down the street to Hillwood High School, says, hey, coach, can I get in the cage for a few minutes? And then puts that out there. Well, and it's been done before, like you said, right? This is not new. He's not trying to make history, but it hasn't been done at that level for a while, right? Deion Sanders obviously was kind of the highlight of that. That was a long time ago, right? A Brian long time Jordan. Ago. Brian Jordan, right? Notable. But Brian Jordan didn't have the swag and show showmanship that A.J. Brown exudes in yeah, the or NFL. Dion. Or social media. Yeah. And that is the game changer. So 11%. I I think is the perfect number. Man, is he going to do it? 
I think there's an eleven percent chance. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lower than that, Zach. I I don't think it's gonna happen. So I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna say zero. I'm not gonna say never. But I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you guys in half. I'm gonna go five and a half percent that AJ does. And Mel says he thinks he will. I I don't think he will. I think what AJ's gonna do. He's obviously got an itch, right? Like he's he's scratching his itch by getting in the cage this past week at Hillwood. I think that will do enough for that itch to go away. I, I think he will scratch his itch. He'll probably go to the cage a few more times this this off season, but that's all it's going to be. I'm at five and a half percent. I don't think it happens, but never say never because you know what? Also, AJ Brown tweeted about. He also said that he doesn't think Tom Brady's done playing football. He did that on the day that the retirement report came out. And then this past week, Tom Brady says, I don't know how I'll feel in six months. Maybe I'll come back. So maybe A.J. Brown knows uh, something about that. But uh, quickly, I don't think. Because we're on the topic, and we probably won't do a full show on this. What is your percentage chance that Tom Brady returns this year? Oh, I think we'd absolutely do a show about this. Well, right now on February 10th. Ah. Uh... Five percent. Oh, I'm at like uh, I think there's a forty-five percent chance. Really? Yeah, forty-five percent chance. I wanted to go higher, but I'm I'm. It's too early. It's February tenth. I think there's a forty-five percent chance that he comes back. Everything's because what the, what he's going to do is he's going to sit back and wait and look at what the Bucks do in the offseason to improve their roster. Their roster is going to change. It's completely different and than what like last what, year was. What's his contract situation? Yeah, it's still under contract for next year. So the Bucks would have – he's either playing for the Bucks or they'd have to trade him. Correct. I'll raise my percentage. I'll go 12. Okay, all right, okay. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he might – yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. All right, guys. Uh, but, you know, AJ, look, it's people are like, oh, my gosh, that guy was throwing 45-mile-an-hour softballs <laughs> to him. Like, we're not, here to break, we're not here to break down AJ Brown. But, the, like, we can't forget that the guy was drafted out of high school to, for the Major League Baseball. Like, he's got ability. He played in high school. Did he play at Ole Miss a little bit early? Did he, ever, he never made it? Okay, well, I know he, I know he played outfield in high school, and you know he he looks natural. I'm sure he hasn't swung a baseball bat probably in five plus years. So, but he looks natural doing it. So, um, you know, there's always a chance, but I don't think it happens. I think he scratches his itch this offseason season uh, for AJ Brown. Now, Tom Brady, that's a different story. And Orlando says in the 19th round. The 19th round is actually not like super low. Like they have like oh, six. No, that's like, you drafted in the 19th round. That's pretty good. It is pretty good, especially if it's not even your main sport. Isn't there like 47 <laughs> rounds? I think there's like, I mean, they've COVID's changed it. So I don't let's know. See. Uh, let's get how many rounds are in MLB baseball draft? Uh, You're going with 64. Oh, it says 20. That's yeah, because, again, COVID changed it. COVID, it's not – got to go back to, like – Generally, there are 40 rounds. So, oh, okay. I, I was close. Okay. I thought it was, like, 60-something. Because they've got to – Yeah. Yeah. Fancy – fantasy. there you go, fancy dog. He says, you guys are good. Like and subscribe. There you go. 
Make sure you uh, like and subscribe to us on fa- on YouTube and like us and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything. We're all over the place. All right, A to Z Sports, Zach. Let's go ahead and get to the Magic Bucket. Uh, but first, I will tell you guys about Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life or someone you know, someone you love gets hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust. Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Over 12 doctors and surgeons there at their facility who specialize in any joint injury you could possibly have or think of. Also, satellite campuses for your convenience in Brentwood, Thompson Station, and in Nolansville. Check them out once again, boneandjointtn.org. Well, and you may not know this. uh, I just placed a bet, a $50 bet on BetMGM during that A.J. Brown video because I saw something that – sparked my interest and in, you know i'm a player prop bet guy yeah. if you know me i bet player props i love them i love the adrenaline i love watching a singular player super bowl prop bet i placed 50 dollars, and it's unique you can jump on board if you want but you got to download that bet mgm app use the promo code atoz200 over rushing attempts Matthew Stafford, two and a half. And I say that because the line has moved, which tells me something. Eventually, it it was plus 100. I saw that early on when the player props opened up. But it moved now to, I think it's minus 110, minus 120. Uh, I like that QB sneaks. You 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 know what the big thing is? QB Neal. Ah, could backdoor. Love that backdoor play. Victory formation. So hop on board. Whoop, whoop. Hop I like that board. a lot. I like that. So over two and a half? Over two and a half. It's moving, so you better jump on it. Yeah, yeah. It's free. Hey, hey, it's free. Man, I like that a lot. I've I've already got my plan set, so I'm I've already got I've I've hedged my Rams futures, and I'm well, tomorrow. Sorry. We'll go over. I've got yeah. a I've got more player prop Super Bowl right. bets. Uh, I will go over what I've got in like in it. in my bag. Now, again, the odds probably have changed throughout the course of the week, but sure. uh, we'll go over that tomorrow. I, I now I'm actually really excited about that conversation. Yes. Uh, so magic bucket where we do ridiculous things and drew, we're not going to shave our eyebrow. No, we're not going to do that. Like we're going to do something that we can easily stop doing right after the show. If we shave our eyebrow one, my wife uh, would not be happy. And I'm sure your girlfriend would also be insanely frustrated with you. Uh, so that's nothing permanent or semi-permanent is going to happen in the magic bucket. I did. Uh, and we need to do this cause it needs to be refilled. I was, uh, and this is weird, I was folding clothes one day, and I just got to get into the mindset. Yeah. And I typed out a bunch of magic, oh, yep, right there, a bunch of it. magic buckets. Nice. Uh, I like I like this for Orlando. Uh, wear a fake mustache for a whole week <laughs> on the show. Uh, all right, I'll type it down. I, I like I that it. a lot. And give Orlando credit for that one. Yep, I will. wearing a fake mustache for a week 
on the show. That's that's good. what if we just did like a, a 30 minute sesh, like just a, a magic just, bucket brainstorm. I mean, we, the- <laughs> we honestly need it uh, for sure. So we, we definitely need more of them now that we've gone through a lot of ones. Although last week we had one that we never had before. Well, whichever one I did, I can't remember what it was. Um, all right. Well, you want me to pick? I pick for me, I guess. Bring it. Yep. Picking for you. Who I have done this. You have not. Where I shadow uh, tomorrow. So I've already done that. Jack had to do that. Too. Jack. Yeah. Uh. Well, um, I don't know if I've done this. I've shotgunned a beer, but take a shot of alcohol to start tomorrow's show. You have not done that. I guess we could actually pull that off. Yeah, you can do that. We're uh, on location tomorrow, so you're gonna have to drive afterwards. But you, but it's the beginning of the show, so we're gonna be talking for an hour plus takedown. So you'll be you'll be fine. I mean, you can have a shot of alcohol and drive. The, or is that above the limit? Depends on what your uh, situation is there. I don't know. I don't if know I've been like drinking all night, I don't know what your <laughs> tolerance is. I don't. Know I don't um, uh, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, oh, uh, oh, oh. well, one shot. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Depending like, on what you're. Uh, oh, did you do the uh, Tim Allen? Was I did. Because that's what you sounded like. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Oh, 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 man. And that was just complete happenstance. What do you think it is? Is it the eyeshadow? Wear eyeshadow on tomorrow's show. Damn it. That, and again, I, I was random. Uh, well, uh, tomorrow's going to be fun for me. <laughs> this turned really fun for me. I'm going to be feeling good. And you're going to be, you're going to be looking good. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So uh, I need to make sure I remember to do that tomorrow morning. Uh, you better put it in your schedule. I know put it in your calendar. It took Jack three days. I had to boo this man for three days. So, uh Wear eyeshadow. You're going to look like a dead president or a Derek Carr. (laughs) Or Derek Carr. Uh, Well, see, eyeshadow and eyeliner are different, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. The liner is more of like the punk rock. Eyeshadow's on the top, right? Yeah. It makes you look, uh, well, in some cases, rough. So uh, that's the magic bucket. We got some fun for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and here's the tough one. Like application is hard on a guy who has never done eyeshadow before. Like, yeah. I don't even know the approach. So I, I guess I could scrap this. We've both done this. Yeah, right? we've both done that. Um, I don't know. I just don't know the approach. You know, as you learn, as you get older, it's like things that you have no idea about putting on, uh, applying eyeshadow in my, I, I know zero about that. Well, did, did you ever, um, did you ever? Because you did broadcast in college, right? No, I was a business major. Okay, so I did. Broadcast. I did some broadcasting classes, but I, I was. A business yeah, but I was for one of my two of my broadcasting classes in college. We were required. The guys were required to go get makeup foundation to work on for like the lights because it was a you know intern for a TV station or whatever, and you got to be able to know how to do that, know what to do because the lights on a TV station set are so hot 
it's you need that foundation to not allow the shine to peek through. So I had to go buy makeup at the, like the campus CVS and stand there in the makeup aisle. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing and then do it for class. Well, and Mark Jones brings up now there's YouTube how to videos. Oh yeah. Makeup. There's YouTube how to do everything videos. Really? Uh, I got a quick story on makeup. This is fascinating too. Uh, I always think about male makeup in one regard. So both my parents were from the Dallas Fort Worth area. And when they were in elementary school, JFK was driving through and they got out of school. They were in like the third grade. I mean, it was like they were young elementary school. Yeah. So schools got out and they watched the president drive through Dallas Fort Worth. Both my parents saw JFK, John F. Kennedy, about 15 minutes before he was shot. Wow. And the one thing that both of them remember from their childhood and that day is you could see the line of makeup. Cause you know, this is, I mean, this is years ago, the line of makeup that he had caked on his face mm. and the different complexion between his neck and his actual face based on the makeup he was wearing. So, but I, that is a memory that, that they've told me multiple times and I cannot get that out of my head. So male makeup, I think of JFK right before he was shot dead. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Lucas. Uh, Lucas, we forgot about the sticker. Oh, that's you. It is my sticker week. And I have a sticker this week. Oh, that God. I mean, I really wish that you didn't have a sticker. No, I was prepared. I had it sitting right next to me the whole time. I, we just forgot it. You usually cue me up on that. So my sticker is something that I want to do. I have not yet gotten to the uh, Ted Lasso viewing yet, but I want to. And I, I hear great things about it. And so I want to start watching it now that the football season is over. And I hope that that's what's going to happen. And so I have this sticker to go on the bucket to hopefully encourage me to get back to it. Because usually the bucket is at my house in my office right here where I see it consistently. If I see this sticker, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to watch that. Oh, yeah, I need to watch that. And hopefully I'll watch it. So it's kind of a, a reminder of need to watch this show. At some point this offseason. I'm in the same boat. I have not watched that show. I'm open to watching it. I actually started last night. And I, this is, and, oh, really? hey, shout out to Jack Gentry. I, he turned me on to this show. Uh, Righteous Gemstones. It's oh. on HBO. And my God, is it funny. Like, and it's the, the first, the first episode's an hour. But after that, they're 30 minute episodes. And it is hilarious. So uh, I'm in the middle of that, and I'm glad I am. Uh, and it's going by quick because of 30 minutes. But Lasso is another show that is on, has been on my list. Yeah, and uh, now we've gotten people arguing about uh, the JFK shooting. Conspiracy, <laughs> right? I mean, grassy knoll. Yeah, yep. All right, guys. Well, have a great rest of your Thursday. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but Buck Rising is live at Super Bowl Radio Row uh, today as well. So he'll be getting some great stuff for Titans content. A lot of big names he'll be talking to. And uh, I hope a couple uh, Titans players and maybe a former Titan player that he'll be talking to throughout the day. So hopefully Buck has a great day out there in L.A. He'll be live at 8 p.m. Central Time for A to Z Sports Primetime. The Podcast Network, Jack Gentry and Austin Huff have a new Titan Up podcast as well out there in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. And we will see you guys uh, with a, a shot of something for Zach and uh, eyeshadow for me tomorrow morning 
So we'll see you guys then. Have a great Thursday. Appreciate it. Adios.